Greetings once again to you who are my established podcast friends, and welcome to you who are visiting this podcast for the first few times. Thank you for trusting me to be a truth advocate in your life. I work very hard each and every week to discover and bring to you life-giving truth because I want you to experience all the hope truth provides. Many people today realize they have not been living their life on the basis of truth. Some of what they believed has been foisted upon them. They've been intentionally deceived by various social institutions to believe and accept different things that they are just now realizing are not true, are not good, or right. No one likes being lied to. So for us to come to the realization that we have been lied to evokes all sorts of emotional responses from outrage and anger to deep feelings of betrayal and even rejection. You are the reason I have spent the majority of my time and resources for the past nearly three years to produce this weekly podcast. Each week, I seek to have us explore current events from a biblical and prophetic perspective so we, as God's people, know how he wants us to respond. My heart goes out to you. I want you to know the truth. You want to know the truth. No matter how shocking or devastating it is, we all want to know the truth. God made us to want to know truth and to want to belong. Those are two of our basic innate human needs. And you may have never thought about it this way, but consider how God himself is truth. And he created us to have personal relationship with him. In other words, he himself is the answer to our needs. Not just these two, but all of our needs. I have come to personally know this about God, which in turn has drawn me and kept me wanting to remain in close personal relationship with God. I know firsthand God is good, and he wants all of us, each and every human being made in his image, to personally desire to be in a right relationship with him. At the very least, by now, since the outbreak of the planned COVID-19 pandemic, we can all agree both good and evil coexist in this world. The existence of evil has been one reality that has prevented people from embracing God as good. They reason if God is good, then God would not let humanity and the whole world suffer evil. Well, that's correct, and with a right understanding of the whole truth, we can conclude God is not letting humanity suffer. In fact, he has personally paid the price to overcome the suffering, pain, and evil in this world. What's left is for people to choose, to intentionally choose to align with God in all that is good or not. And for the sake of clarity, not to intentionally choose is, by default, to side with evil. Let me share a personal quote with you for you to ponder, and this is it. Just because God is sovereign over all does not make him responsible for all. Let me repeat that. Just because God is sovereign over all does not make him responsible for all. We have been created with a free will choice, a choice to align with good or to align with evil. Just as God created we humans with free will choice, so did God create all angelic beings. God knew the risk he was taking to give us free will, but he also knew allegiance, love, or devotion are only valuable when there is a choice when such are freely given. 
To help us understand more about God, His goodness, mercy, and love, and about current world events today is my guest, Barry Wunsch. You may have heard of Barry. I have mostly learned of him through Steve Schultz's Elijah Streams podcast. Barry is known as the Canadian Hammer, a title that speaks of the power of the prophetic words God gives him with no reflection on his personality. He is kind and gentle through whom God works to provide us with prophecy, which is God's spoken or rhema word. Anytime we hear a prophecy, the onus is upon us to compare it to the whole of God's written word to make sure there is no discrepancy. Of the many things I'm grateful to know God for is the fact that he's immutable, that is unchangeable, and he has provided his written word, the Bible, which he will never violate. The fact that God cannot change, he is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and the fact that we have his written word to pour over to know him, to know his intention, his will and character, means we have promises of the highest possible and we can uniquely count on God. As he writes in his word, quote, He is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should change his mind. We read that in Numbers 23.19, and the English Standard Version says it this way, God is not a man that he should lie, or a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said it, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not fulfill it? End quote. I take such tremendous comfort in knowing God is uniquely trustworthy, unlike any human being, and that we have his written word to know him and to know his plans. We also read in the Bible that God does nothing but what he first shares with his servants, the prophets. We read that in Amos chapter 3, verse 7. Given all that was shared this past couple of weeks, and with real news I have to share in the near future, I wanted today to be a podcast to give you hope and encouragement. I know you're growing weary, and many believe while things are being exposed and truth is being brought to light, that still nothing is being done. No one is being held accountable, and this makes many people feel like giving up. Don't do it. I assure you, much is going on. People are being held accountable, and justice is being served. Mainstream media is not reporting it because those in positions of leadership within the media are part of the deep state, part of the worldwide cabal that seeks ultimate control, power, and wealth over the entire earth population, which is why they believe and in fact have enacted euthanasia to reduce the world population to a more manageable number. It's been so interesting to watch them as their plans unfold and God is opposing them and defeating their plans. They know about God, but somehow in their deranged state, they actually believe they can overcome God. This is the same delusion that Satan, who is the personification of evil, has believed since he rebelled against God in heaven. When he first rebelled, God dealt with Satan by casting him out of heaven. Next, when he deceived Adam and Eve, God pronounced a curse upon Satan. Then, through the birth, life, death, and resurrection of Jesus... God delivered Satan his final blow. No matter what things look like, Satan is already a defeated foe. Yet still, he manages to influence people to do his evil bidding. This month, the month of June, has become known as Pride Month, an ironic choice of identity since the Bible is clear God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. And we also read, Pride always goes before the fall. 
My heart breaks for all these people who are caught up in the lies and the deception of various alternative lifestyles that are inconsistent with God's created intention. They have traded their knowledge and relationship with God for a relationship and life aligned with the destructive ways of the enemy. But the more God's people realize what the enemy has perverted, the lies he has told, the more fierce we become, the more emboldened we become with the truth of God's word, his written word, his spoken word, and the living word, Jesus, who has already and completely overcome the enemy and all he has or will ever do. One such emboldened Christian is the Polish-Canadian pastor, Arthur Pulowski, who stood up to the tyranny in Canada that sought to shut down churches who was arrested multiple times. After spending time in jail, the Canadian legal system found Pulowski guilty of mischief for encouraging truckers to continue to block the Canada-United States border crossing during a 2022 protest that lasted more than two weeks. And Arthur Pulowski's son also made headlines recently that read, quote, Son of jailed Canadian pastor faces potential fines and prison for preaching outside kids' drag queen story time. End quote. Additionally, Pastor Derek Reimer was arrested a second time for protesting children's drag queen events. We must pray for these brave men and women like them around the world who are standing up, and more, we must join them with our efforts. If we don't take a stand for God, and his ways now, we will be overcome with evil. It's that simple. In fact, God has been warning us and even giving us marching orders of what he wants us to do in these very days. Julie Green posted a prophecy on July 5th that she received on May 25th, which stated in part, and I loosely quote, a major shift, a great separation and weeding out of the nations and the body of Christ is here. The evil that has progressed within my church over the years and years has led to deception of my word and who I am. There is deception about what my written word says and the truth that sets people free. Over time, my word has become so watered down that nothing was happening through my children and my children stopped expecting anything from me because they experienced a lack of power. This is how evil ran rampant and created chaos anywhere it could. Darkness has grown to new levels and spread far and wide and deeper than anyone thought it could. But remember, God says, I know the end from the beginning, and I am telling you once again, get up, stand up, take back authority that Jesus has paid the price for because things are about to look more chaotic and out of control. It will look like things are getting much worse around the world. But I have told you this in advance. I have not left you without solutions to overcome every obstacle. I have given you power, authority, dominion, faith, strength, joy, peace, revelation knowledge, and understanding of my will for your lives in my written word. So take it all and use it as I've always intended you to do. My children, these are the days where you must live by faith, where you have to stand, know how to pray, and use my authority. Your enemies are desperate, and that desperation is growing, and they are about to overwhelm many with the pressure they will try to put on you to quit. But great judgment is coming. The weather will appear to be abnormal and out of control. Earthquakes are ramping up in various locations, and governments will fall apart. There will be chaos in many countries worldwide. 
another virus will try to be put on the world and they will continue to try to take your freedoms away. Chaos with more shortages, more inflation, planes grounded again, but in a bigger way. Transportation in many ways will seem to cease and a blackout will take place. I have continuously told you about all of this, but despite these things, I am in control and the globalist will continue to fail and fall. End quote. God tells us things in advance so that we can be prepared and not be taken off guard. Do everything you can now to be prepared for what God has revealed. This is not a time for us to be fearful, but to fully embrace all we are in Christ and to wield the authority and power we have over all the works of darkness. Please understand, while God is in control of all things and his will shall prevail, we have free will on how we respond to evil in this world. We could say it this way, God is in control of the world, but we are in charge of our lives. Please think about that. Now, to help us better understand and to convince us to take hold of all we are in Christ Jesus and to act in partnership with God accordingly is my guest, Barry Wunsch. Barry is a Canadian prophet and consultant. He has a father's heart and a love for family and community, bringing words of hope, restoration, and healing to many. Barry has a deep love for Canada and has the heart of a reformer. His complete bio is provided in the show notes. Now, here's part one of my interview with Barry. I am so delighted to have Barry Wunsch as my guest on this podcast. I know some of you in my audience already know about him. He's been certainly in his own right, becoming known with the prophecies and the many things he does for the kingdom. But also he's become well known through him being interviewed by Steve Schultz on the Elijah stream. So some of you may know Barry from there. Those of you who don't know Barry, I am pleased to introduce you to him now. Barry, welcome to my podcast. Oh, Pam, uh, thank you so much. It's my honor and my great pleasure to be joining you here today. You know, Barry, I became very interested in what the Lord was doing through you at the height of COVID in the year 2020, when it was really just coming out. And I saw that it was a pandemic. I saw how horribly it was being managed and how we people were being controlled. And I heard about this specific persecution of Christian leaders in Canada that was different than what we were experiencing here in the United States. So I was drawn to you and all that you're doing, what God is doing through you. Can you give my audience a little bit of insight about what it's like to be a Christian, especially a Christian leader in Canada? Well, Pam, I, I tell you, we're in a, in a moment here in Canadian history, I, and we're not through it quite yet. But, you know, when we were under the restrictions uh, that we were, you know, basically government officials and, and uh, health officials going into churches uh, during services, you know, confronting leaders to the point of, of jail, you know, for breaking, you know, the, the laws and the guidelines that they had set out. And a lot of those actually are still even being played out uh, even right now. They're not through the court system yet. And so we've got friends that are, you know, they, they tens of thousands of dollars of fines they're fighting. Mm. You know, essentially all stem back to a breach of, of our charter of freedoms. And so, you know, we are in a, a very, you know, interesting moment here within the church in Canada. 
Absolutely. And you talk about your Charter of Freedoms. That would be basically akin to our Constitution, right? Uh, yeah, this is part of it. And so when, when they come in and they're going to basically want to breach our, our freedoms, and, and it's getting worse. I mean, now we've got Bill C-11 that has recently been passed by Parliament and actually by the Senate now. So it, it is, uh, it's law. So they've got the, the federal government has now taken a position where they can restrict uh, media and what Canadians see in their feeds on news. In fact, Facebook, just as of June the 1st, I just had a news article sent to me where they're starting to roll this out. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's not even being hidden anymore. You know, it's being very blatant. It, it is going to be restricted and it puts people at a great risk breaking the law as well as we put things out that we do. So very, very, very concerning. Uh, and I mean, this, this isn't even to get into what they're doing with the gun laws here in Canada. You know, we're, we're in a very precarious moment. You know, we've got a lot of patriots within this nation that, you know, are not going to stand back. <laughs> they can let that just freely happen. So, so we're in a very interesting moment. What I understand in Canada is it's been very, very restrictive, especially since 2020. And you've not only got your censorship and your gun laws, but there's been a lot of people who've been locked in place even today. Can you help my audience understand? I, I really want people to understand how different it is in Canada as opposed to the United States. Canada and Australia seem to be taking the brunt of everything. Yeah, now, now I'm going to say this, Pam. Uh... There's two sides to every story, as you know, and then there's the truth, you know, somewhere in between. And, you know, not everything that is published, you know, from the left uh, liberal side is true and accurate, you know, and often it's just plain outright uh, deception and embellishment of truth. And, but I will say that on the right side of media here in Canada, we are seeing some of that as well where we've got, you know, there are certain ones that uh, are kind of taking, they're gaining monetarily, they're gaining by personal recognition and, and these kind of things in an unhealthy way. Mm -hmm. and, and so I believe the Lord is going to be dealing with that and bringing some of those things to light because truth will stand by itself right. without having to embellish it. So you, know, you don't have to embellish truth to make a truth. I mean, truth is truth. You can you can take a blowtorch to it, it won't burn. But I think we get in trouble when we start to embellish things or make statements that are just not factual. You know, I think that some of the things that you've seen on media and we see here in Canada, you know, there are cases that are in court right now. And then some of them actually have had judgments made against them that are in process of, you know, what they're going to do for, for consequences. You know, I think that I think this is where it gets a bit messy. You know, one of the big ones is there there was a border issue down at Coots border uh, between America and the United States. Mm -hmm. And during the time of the lockdowns and the, the trucker convoy, you know, there was uh, there were some issues down at that border. And we have a right to protest. You know, I mean, that, that is our right to protest. However, when that crosses a line into violence and threats, to be hurting people, you know, automatic weapons show up. And it might be only a handful out of the thousands and thousands and thousands 
you know, there's always a few bad ones in the bucket. And, and so the, there were a few of those that, that did surface and kind of put a bad name on the rest of the Patriot movement and the things that are going on here. And so a lot of that is yet to be kind of settled out. There's two sides to every story is what I'm saying. You know, the frustration behind it all and where it starts. I mean, I get it. You know, I mean, people losing their houses and losing their businesses and losing loved ones. It, tragic, tragic, tragic what this thing has done to our nation as it has to yours. And so a lot of this is still going to have to be kind of walked out. And the next few months, you know, I think it will, the proof will be into the pudding here is just what, uh, what direction it's going to go. Now, so you're talking about a border crisis and violence coming up as people are trying to peacefully protest. It sounds like you've had some of the same kinds of issues that we have, like our January 6th event, where there have been people who have been planted to insurrect violence. Would that be safe to say? I, I know the January 6th uh, situation. I mean, I, I believe that absolutely, you know, the proof is already coming out. The evidence is coming out that that, that certainly was the case uh, in Washington. Uh, the the border crossing issue, the, I do not believe they were planted. Oh, I, I do not believe that these these ones from the from the information that we've been given and the ones that were involved with that were involved that were there and uh, on both sides of the fence. I, I don't think that the ones that were there were were planted to cause this. Barry, I know that we are all waiting for the other shoe to drop. I mean, we're hearing a lot from the World Health Organization, from the CDC, from the World Economic Forum, from Bill Gates and all the different media that we are able to dig and try to find truth from. And it seems like they're preparing to instigate yet another pandemic. What can we learn from what we've already experienced with the COVID-19? What would you like to make sure we learn as Christians and how we can respond differently should we actually encounter that kind of a thing again? Well, Pam, I think that, you know, in Canada and probably largely in America as well, you had uh, most of the church just kind of close the doors and, and let things kind of roll out without raising their voice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I think that if we can learn anything is there is a time to stand mm -hmm. and there is a time for our voice to be, to be made. And yes, we have to pray. Yes. We have to, you know, get on our knees and, and look after one another and care for one another. Absolutely. But I think we also have to get involved uh, where we can, you know, when, when people are hurting and, and when these kind of things start to roll out and you've got, an epidemic of suicide and mental health issues and, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. people, you know, hanging on by a thread. The only place that you can find really freedom and comfort and, and, and help in, in and through all of that is with the Lord and with right. the Father. Right. And at, and at the altar. And if, and if we're going to restrict that, uh, now, now gathering together in a building isn't everything. You know, I mean, honestly, a lot of churches, and this is going to be kind of maybe sounding harsh, but, you know, under the religious political spirit, a lot of churches, probably even if they open up, aren't making a huge impact in their communities anyway. It's very sad, but that is true. Yeah. And, and, and so, 
so, you know, I think this has been a, a shake up, a wake up, you know, for the body to, to stand up and, uh, you know, take their position. And honestly, we, the father is the first and the last defense in all of this. And, uh, you know, they're trying to shut the mouth of the church. They're try trying to close the mouth of the ecclesia, restrict us in, in public gatherings. Um, you know, they know the, what we hold with the Father. They know the authority we're given. And if we just give it to them on a silver platter, you know, it won't be long before the enemy is fully, you know, taking more ground than he already has. You know, you, you just look at the, uh, you know, our education system and, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, here we've got, you know, the drag story times where you yes. drag queens and, you know, coming in doing story hours with, with elementary children. You know, it, it is, you know, and I know you have the same thing going down, uh, you know, in the States as well. Yes. And we have to protect our children. We have to protect our families. And, and the, sometimes that means showing up in a meeting and stepping in front of a microphone and uh, writing those letters and, and uh, you know, standing up in, a, in a, maybe a new way. And so, you know, there is a time that we're in where we, we really have to be mindful uh, of taking a stand for not only ourselves, but the future generations that are at risk. Mm -hmm. Barry, I know a lot of what you do is practical. Uh, and just as you're speaking right now, trying to equip people and prepare people to get engaged, to be involved with our government and with the realities that we are facing, and certainly spiritual, you want to help prepare people to not only know the Word of God, but to be obedient to the Word of God. And in addition to that, God has worked through you for quite some time to provide prophetic word, prophetic insight and wisdom. And I've been so grateful to God over the past three years, especially for the amount of prophecy that he's allowed us to have. He knows we need the reassurance of his rhema word. Yes. And with that in mind, given everything we've been through since early 2020, given that it looks like we're faced with perhaps another kind of a pandemic where we are going to have to take a stand, can you prophetically speak to us now to let us know what God wants us to expect over the next few months and maybe even into next year? From what I'm seeing and where he's taken me, Pamela, you know, the father's never run away from a fight in his life. You know, that is just simply not his nature. Mm -hmm. And and so I believe that, you know, we are going to see, you know, more exposures coming. We, we're seeing them every day. We've got more whistleblowers coming every day. Uh, you know, we're, we're in a, a moment where everything that has been hidden in darkness the father is going at great lengths to bring it out into the light and that, that his people, you know, I look at Gen Z and I believe that Gen Z is going to be uh, very, very impacted by this. Um, when, when they realize the deception and the indoctrination that the enemy has had them under and the restriction that the enemy has had them under, this, these ones, they're going to rise up with a tenacity and a purity that will not be colored by a religious spirit or a political spirit, but it'll be, it'll be pure of the Lord in how they step and how they walk out to what mandates they're given. And so I th I'm looking forward to see, uh, you know, we saw some of that in the colleges already starting to happen in universities. That's only the start. 
you know, we are coming into times where we're going to see that economic, you know, I've seen it, Laura took me into the Federal Reserve. You know, I saw the panic that was going through the Federal Reserve and all of the political uh, arenas and and the the banks and the stock markets and, and all of that uh, as things were, were melting down. And on the surface, it looks terrible. You know, obviously for those that are in the, the, the spirit of Baal, but, but God is bringing us into a kingdom age and he's bringing into us into a place where we'll, we will walk in the, the, the kingdom ways. And so he is raising up men and women that are uh, all his, that they, they've given their yes and they're surrendered. And he's vetting them. He's putting them into their places that they can function on the, you know, whether it's on the political mountain or the education mountain or, or the media, you know, you name it. He's, he's putting people in position as these old systems are failing and falling down, you know, on every side. And so we're, we're seeing a collapse of all of the pillars that bring a balance to, to a government and to a nation. And they're all failing. And there, there's one foundation that will never be shaken. And that's the foundation of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, you know, he's stripping away and we will be rebuilding, um, you know, with revival and reformation. And it is going to be glorious. Amen. Here's where I'll pause my interview for today and we'll pick up from here next week. I know some of what's going on in other countries because of my research, but for most of us, we just don't hear enough about our brothers and sisters in other countries standing up for our faith, and yet we need to. We need to be encouraged to do the same in the country we live in, to take the stand for Christ, and to be found faithful in these darkest of times. I urge you to watch the recent interview of Barry on Elijah Streams, where he shared a most encouraging word titled, America, your deliverance is upon you. This provides a clear example of how evil increases at the same time God is prevailing. Also, make a point of listening to Julie Green's prophecy posted on June 6th, providing further warning to prepare for what is ahead. The link is in the show notes. Next week, Barry Wunsch will be my guest again with part two of my interview with him. We'll continue with the theme of there being so much that God is doing behind the scenes and really bring home the importance of each and every one of us who belong to Jesus to be engaged, doing what we can according to our gifts and talents, knowing when we operate as one body with many parts in unity, the power of the Holy Spirit will easily overcome the enemy. Should you have a topic you want me to explore with this podcast, simply let me know. My email is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. And I'd really like to hear from you to know your takeaways from this podcast and that of the past few weeks. I work hard at bringing you credible guests and well-researched information each and every week. You know, there's so much you can do and you are very much needed. I ask you to get involved, learn what's really going on, and get involved helping wherever you can as the Lord leads you. One of the ways you can learn how to share your faith is by taking my online course in apologetics. My aim is to help people learn how to not only use apologetics to share truth with others, but help other Christian leaders learn how to incorporate apologetics in their respective ministries. Learn more by using the link in the show notes.
If this podcast blesses you, and I certainly hope it does because you are the reason I work as hard as I do, would you consider partnering with me in my vision? You know my whole goal is to help people discover and live in life-giving truth and to experience all the hope truth provides. You can, and I hope you do personally, share truth with others on your own. But have you thought about how many more people you could reach by partnering with me? Help me grow this podcast, get my books into more people's hands, and talk me up to others to get me more speaking engagements and increase this podcast audience. Then together, as partners, we will be making a much greater impact than we can on our own. There are several ways you can choose to partner with me. Certainly, telling others about me and my ministry, along with prayer, is top of the list. There is nothing as powerful as personal endorsements or word-of-mouth referrals. Buying my books and products is another way. All of my books in the Faith to Live by series were written to help people better understand the Christian faith and how to successfully live it out. The first book is Examine Your Faith, Finding Truth in a World of Lies. The second, Renew Your Hope, Remedy for Personal Breakthroughs. And the third is Revive Your Life, Rest for Your Anxious Heart. There are two more in the series about the end times. The first one is Prepare for the Harvest, Confidence in God's End Time Promises, written for Christians to properly understand God's plans for His people during the end times. And the other is Prepare for the Harvest, God's Challenge to the Church Today. It's written to help church leadership be ready in every way possible for the long-prophesied billion-soul harvest. Visit my website and get any or all of these books with a deep 20% discount by using the word TRUTH at checkout. I also welcome donations, but for now, they're not tax deductible. However, I'm working on that, so listen in the weeks to come and you'll learn more about how you can support me through donations that will be tax deductible. Supporting the businesses I feature as affiliate partners is yet another way you can partner with me. I seek to find affiliates who can offer you goods and services you need, and I have some very exciting money-saving America First goods and services you will not want to miss out on. Newest to my affiliate list is a company I'm exceedingly excited to introduce you to. If you're like me, you're tired of paying very high prices for cable television, and you've been waiting to find just the right company who shares your values to replace your cable service. Well, I found it. It's called Q Streaming. They provide over 3,000 channels, including live TV with local stations from across the United States, U.S. networks, sports networks, movie networks, and pay-per-view events. You get all that for about half of what most cable companies charge, and there's no contract, just a monthly subscription. Using the link in the show notes, go and look around and sign up to start viewing the programs you like for a fraction of what you're paying now. All while supporting a Christian-owned and operated company that exclusively uses word-of-mouth advertising so as not to spend money on commercial advertisement that supports the woke movement. And don't forget, when it comes to your health, I also have affiliate partners Mfinity and Dr. Zelenko's Z-Stack supplements. You can learn more on the affiliates page and the information in the show notes. Also, there's Operation Tomahawk, which Scott McKay started. It's a subscription program that allows you to get your household and personal care items from a company that is American-owned and operated because we don't want to support the deep state. And regarding your finances, I want you to know about Dr. Kirk Elliott. He's a personal wealth advisor who offers free consultations to understand your financial goals and help you reach them. When you purchase my books, products, or services, or products and services from any of my affiliates, you get something you want, and at the same time, you support me. It's truly a benefit for all of us. So why not shop for yourself or to get gifts for friends and family? Your support is greatly appreciated. 
All affiliate partners' information is in the show notes, and I have a dedicated web page where you can learn even more and you can hear the interviews I've conducted in the vetting process. Of course, you need to do your own due diligence to make your own decisions what to purchase, but to help you, I am researching companies and interviewing their representatives and using their products or services myself to provide you a personal recommendation. There's a link to all the interviews in the show notes. I sincerely hope you appreciate my dedication to you through these podcasts. Let me know how this podcast impacts you and what you're now doing in response to the equipping you've received through me. Again, my email is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. If you like the content and resource material I bring with this podcast, you'll find much more by connecting with me through my blog. In fact, my blog has been awarded two unsolicited awards for Christian content. And I'm very active on social media. I can actually cover more on social media than I can with this weekly podcast. And to receive even more, please be sure to check out my dedicated podcast listeners page called Beyond the Podcast. Here's where we can connect exclusively, and you can download complimentary devotionals, resources, and more. And on that page, I also ask you to help me learn more about what you want by completing the form visible once you scroll down the page. And I would especially appreciate you subscribing to my complimentary bi-monthly e-newsletter. As a new subscriber, you can choose one of three gifts I offer in appreciation for your subscription. Subscribing will make you a preferred member where you will receive special announcements and offers not available to others. Depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. A review helps the show reach more people, it helps spread the gospel, and helps people learn how to better apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian asking you to remember, Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him.